0: Hey Slayers, welcome to the Chardonnay and Slay Your Business podcast. My name is Jamie King, aka The Slay Coach. I'm a business coach, educator, mom, and founder of the Chardonnay and Slay brand. Last year, I went from broke fitness coach to six figures in six months. Each week, you will hear myself guest experts, and other boss babes just like you shared their proven strategies on how to take your business from baby grave to expensive boss babe Bordeaux. It's time to show up and have your voice heard. Now pour a glass of bubbles and get ready to slay with me. So today's episode is brought to you by the Six Figure Slayers Club, that next level inclusive mastermind for women that want real strategy and a killer mindset and to raise their vibration. So if you are a woman stuck in mediocrity, you're established in business, but maybe you're just done playing small. You have clients, but they're not your ideal clients. You're getting noticed online, but you do not stand out. You don't stand out like a shark. (laughs) You're one of the bigger fish in a sea of other fishes, but you are ready to make it fucking big. You actually want consistent 10K months and you want to trust yourself to make intuitive action a regular part of your routine in your business. Stop fucking second guessing yourself and burning yourself out. You want it to be fun again. You are ready to fall in love with the seven figure version of yourself. So Six Figure Slayers Club application will be in the show notes. I invite you to apply. Applications will be open for the next few weeks. And then I will be making selections for people to have interviews for the mastermind. I'm only bringing on 20 women. I have 10 applications so far and I think I already have five spots filled. So what's stopping you from going big and speaking in your motherfucking truth? in a really big way. I can tell you from personal experience, it is safe to go bigger and to give less fucks. And that's the woman who had seven figures. (laughs) The woman who had seven figures gives zero fucks. And the Six Figure Slayer Club is helping you get to that next level of influence. Hello, hello, my lovely Slayers, and welcome back. And today is an oh fuck kind of episode. What are we diving into? Fuck. High ticket sales and high pressure sales tactics. Is the coaching world doomed? Dun dun dun. <laughs> I'm kidding. (laughs) So I have had a lot of, there are so many opinions on this. And I want to preface this episode with a very massive, massive truth bomb of making sure everyone that listens understands that we all get to be right. And we all get to stand very tall and bright and lovely in our own truth, in what feels good for us. Because what feels good for me might not feel good for you. And that's okay. You do not have to run your business or operate your business in any way that feels out of integrity for you. So I want you to preface this with everything I say I want you to take with a grain of salt and a journal prompt. (laughs) Grain of salt and journal prompt. I want you to journal on it because you have to come to your own truth and stand very, very tall in what you stand for. You have to believe it. You have to own it. You have to know it, live it, breathe it. And that has to stand for something. So you can be in integrity and truly believe everything that you say and someone won't fucking agree with you. You can believe it is the most highest soul-driven work that you are putting on this planet. It is not sleazy, it is not salesy, it is not any of the things. So I will start this episode (laughs) with saying you need to feel good in what you are doing. And I want you to think about having compassion for others that have different approaches and different techniques than you, because you can tell if someone is coming from a place of actual belief that they are serving in the highest way possible right now. So if that is their truth and you don't agree with it, just know that they truly believe that and they are not likely coming from a place of Being out of their own field of integrity. The integrity just means something different to them than it does for you. So look at them with compassion. How can we look at them with love? How can we ask if we are seeing our own fears or our own inadequacies in the way this person is showing up? So. That being said, I want to talk to you about high pressure sales techniques or tactics that have might have made people feel uncomfortable and how I create urgency in my clients and customers. So When I was taking discovery calls for my private coaching, um, which I'm not actually taking one-on-one clients on right now, I'm only taking people on in a mastermind and group setting. So the only way to work with me right now is to apply for my (laughs) six-figure Slayers Club mastermind. And it's already got 60 plus applications, but there are so many amazing women. If you don't get a spot this time, you still get the free mini course, the sexy soulful sales course. You still get that just for applying and I appreciate you. And if you don't get invited to a call with me, um, there will be something amazing coming from you after for you after. So I want to talk to you about what examples I've seen in the coaching world. I've seen people say, Oh, well you should, do what it takes to make it work. If it is not a fear thing, then you'll do whatever, no matter what, to find the money to pay for this opportunity or this mentoring or this coaching or whatever. Um, I have seen people say that coaches have used tactic as in telling people to sell their cars, telling people to get credit cards, telling people to do certain things to get the money to make it happen so that they can pay for this coach. And I've had a coach personally that I had a discovery call with say to me that I should not have asked if I could make the decision the later that night. Like I should have made the decision before I set up a call with her, meaning I just asked if it was okay if I talked it over with my husband first before spending, you know, a five figure investment. And she said that I should have come to the call being prepared with how much I was going to spend. So I did not agree with that, Um, as in it is not my way of operating. So I don't operate like that. And so I did not appreciate it when she operated like that, but that for her is how she creates urgency and how she believes she is in the right with building leaders and building people that are ready to take on the world in business and how she really filters out who she is trying to work with. So I hope that makes sense because I have had a very small blip into what it might be like to experience some type of these high pressure or high, I don't know, fear based tactics in selling. And so the job of the coach should be to walk you through your fears and help you build a new reality and new belief systems on the call. So a good coach should be able to help you build a ground floor of new beliefs and help you imagine and get into the vibe and get into the feeling of what your new life would be like after working with this coach. So if you knew, like I know I've heard coaches say, if you knew that this coach had the cure for cancer and you had cancer, what would you do to find the money to pay for it? (laughs) Like, how would you find the money to pay for that cure? Like you would find a way, but sometimes not all the time. Sometimes it isn't just our fear holding us back, like a fear of losing money, a fear of us fucking up and not making the money back, a fear of us going all in and failing. Sometimes it's not just a fear of failure or a fear of feel of loss. So when we feel when we're making big investments, like we are going to be losing something, we aren't looking at the positives of what we're going to be gaining in exchange for that energy and money. So coaches, who are good coaches will be walking you through your fears and helping you create new belief systems based on what your new reality will be. Once you get a chance to really dive in and work with this coach and do the inner work and do the model, because if you know the model or if you're a student of the life coach school, or if you've listened to any of, um, you know, Brooke Castillo or any of her following how they teach and it's your thoughts control your feelings, your feelings control your actions, your actions produce the end result. And it's very cut and dry. There is no wavering. There is no gray area that's very black and white in the model. So there is no like, oh, well you can choose to believe that you can make $10,000 this month and then you go do it. But if you don't believe it, then you're not going to do it. And that is true. There is truth to that. But there are oftentimes where people are coming from such a rock bottom place as in maybe they don't have items to sell. Like maybe they can't sell their car or because they're a working mom and they have to be able to get to their, their kids to daycare or to their job or they're a single mom. Maybe they don't have any credit and they can't apply for a credit card maybe they don't have savings. Maybe they don't have family support. Maybe they are so beginning stages of their business that they aren't bringing any revenue in at all right now. And they can't even fathom making money in the next month to pay the coach off a month later. So there are some situations, very slim. Most of them are honestly just our fears and walking and we need to build bigger beliefs around what is possible for us, because I truly believe that anyone can accomplish any monetary goal that they put their mind to, no matter how crazy it is or how short the time frame. I truly, truly believe that. But some people's belief systems are not there yet and can't get there in just one discovery call. So therefore, you will have people say, well, I literally don't have the money. And the coach will say, oh, that's because you're afraid. Or, or are you still sitting in fear? Or what if you chose to believe you could go create the money? How would you do it? Or what would you do? What would seven figure version of you do to show up in this moment to generate that income? Oh, well, I would get more clients and they'll say, well, oh, I don't have any more clients right now. Okay, well, how could you create more clients? Let's build a plan for you to create more clients so that you can bring more money basically so that you can pay that coach, (laughs) which is great. And it's beneficial and it's necessary. And it's what I do. I coach. I know all the tactics of watching, of walking these women through their fears and building new alternative realities for them that actually become their real life and that are way more fun and way better than where they were. That's the whole point of this. But sometimes there's a single mom that literally has no savings, that doesn't have family support or financial support, that doesn't have a spouse and that maybe she can't invest in a 10K coaching package. Well, then if she's on the phone with you on a discovery call with you. And she says, no, you haven't done a good enough job of pre-qualifying your clientele before they get on the phone with you. Meaning what I'm saying by that is, are you doing these practices, meaning you're hiding your prices, meaning your prices for whatever you're charging for whatever offer group program, mastermind one-on-one, are your prices visible? Number one. Pre qualify the people that get on the phone with you so that you know they are 10 times more likely and ready to say yes. They have the ability to get past the fears to invest because sometimes, very rarely, but sometimes there literally is no availability. They don't have credit. They don't have support financially with their spouses or they don't have a spouse. They don't have family. They don't have belongings to physically sell in exchange for money. Um, there's, There's tons of reasons why this could be an actual limitation for someone to invest. But if that person has that type of limitation, In their life, they should not be jumping into high-ticket coaching one-on-one as the first investment in their business. Baby steps, start small. So if you are getting those types of people on discovery calls with you, guys, we need to pre-qualify them better. It comes from a fear-based mindset when we're asking any and everybody to hop on the phone with us. I remember I did it when I very first launched. I was like, whoever wants to hop on a discovery call? And I had to work with the wrong people in order to know that I was ready to work with the right people. So pre-qualify them, ask them to fill out a form before they hop on a phone with you, ask them if they are ready to make a multiple, however many figure investment before you invite them to a discovery call, or maybe they'll book the call, but at least have them ask the question, answer the questions before they book it. Have your, be transparent, you guys, just be real. Just be honest with people about how much you charge. If you're not feeling comfortable enough to own that price, maybe that shouldn't be your price own it. If that is your price, you need to motherfucking own it visually because it comes from fear. Like, Oh, nobody's going to want to book a sales call with me. If they see my prices, that's a fear thing. And when you're choosing fear, it's never the right vibe to be in. When you're trying to attract your dream unicorn clients, you need to stay in a place of love and high vibration. So when you want to work with the people that you're dying to work with your dream clients. So I want you to think of, how can I show up as my most authentic self? How can I own this like, purpose and my costs and what I do and how I serve the world in a bigger motherfucking way? How can I see people that do sales, salesy things in a different way than what I agree with? And how can I see them with compassion? How can I see them with love? And how can I see the people who say no to me Because even the best coaches in the world don't have 100% close rate on their sales calls. So I want you to see the people that say no right now with love and compassion and also be strong enough to stand in your truth. So we started this with talking about your truth. So I want you to stand firm, establish what you know to be true about you. So... Closing tactics that don't feel good to you, say that. Write it out. Journal on it. Take it with a grain of salt in a journal (laughs) prompt because maybe it feels high pressure because you're not owning it enough and you're feeling the fear and you feel fearful like, oh, there's not gonna be another client to come so I need to pressure these people to buy or am I putting pressure on this person that? is on the other line with me or on the phone with me or in person, am I putting pressure on their ego or am I doing it like from a place of love and putting pressure on their ego to help them see the potential in them and their possibilities and what they could build and create and trying to tell their fear monsters to fuck off or am I sitting in my fear? So I want you to disattach from the outcome. I want you to emotionally unattach yourself from the outcome of this client committing to you. I want you to do everything that's in your loving bag of ego trip tricks, (laughs) meaning you know that, they are heavily rooted in fear right now. Like they have challenges and that's okay. But you know, like for a fact that you are going to be able to help them make so much more money and make so much more impact on the world and change their motherfucking life or get the job or stop living in fear or stop or finally find the dream husband or spouse or boyfriend or wife or whatever. (laughs) Like sometimes high pressure is really, really, really good to combat fear when it's coming from a place of love, meaning you're unattached from whether that person signs up with you or not. So ask yourself, am I pressuring this person unattached while unattached to the outcome, meaning I'm doing it for them based on coming from a place of love, basing I see the potential in them, I see their fears, and I know how to fix this, and the return on this is going to be tenfold, or am I doing this because I Fear that I might not make my income goals, or I fear that I might not hit my sales goals, or I might not make the money that I need. It all comes from a selfish place. So if we are pressuring people from a place of fear, it doesn't feel good on the other end. But if we are pressuring people in a place of, I see your potential and this is what you are capable of, but you are allowing, you are being a dick to yourself right now because you are allowing fear to keep you from your greatness. So there's two ways of pressuring people. You can put pressure on the ego of the person. You can put pressure on their fears, on their egos. You can shine a light and show them that these are fears Point out that these are not real, that these are lies that they're choosing to believe. Point out that these are just stories that they are telling themselves of why they can't make this work or why this isn't going to work. Yes, ask the right questions. The best coaches do the most listening, not the most talking. I want you to listen. I want you to use compassion on your discovery calls. And I want you to look at them through a lens of love. So I want you to look on your clients that say no through a lens of love. And if you choose everything from the most loving place, everyone on board will get the best fucking outcomes possible. I hope that helps you slay and rock your discovery calls. But I also hope this this gives you a new perspective on your leaders that you worship in the world. Because I've seen so many people get on the phone with high-end coaches or have coaches message them about buying their products or programs or whatever. And they, even some of the most respected leaders in the industry will use some type of high-based, high-pressure sales strategies. And that is not right or wrong because in their heart and soul, that person who you admire is just different than what your truth and what your core beliefs are. So I want you to ask yourself in the way this person is showing up and how they are selling in the world, like, oh, she's sleazy. She posts sales posts all the time or, oh, oh my God, she sends so many sales emails or oh, she messages people on the DMs and sells them stuff or, oh, she tells people that she doesn't support other women because they don't show up in person. And I believe the only way to support other women is to actually show up in person. I was a part of a big thread. I remember a bunch of people were attacking someone saying that they weren't a true women supporter just because... This person said, you have to support women in real life and in person. Now that person said these things. And I truly believe that that person was just standing her ground in her truth, in her own integrity. She 100% believes that this is the most loving way to show people the next level version of themselves. So if someone is doing something that you don't like or Agree with in the coaching industry or in the sales world or in the online business world. And you're like, how the fuck is she successful? (laughs) She's a dick. (laughs) I want you to instead thinking that because we all think it. I think it, like I'm not perfect. I get caught up in like the mind drama of it. Oh my God, like is she really that salesy? And oh my God, is she a good person? I don't know. I want you to ask yourself, how can I look at how this person operates? How can I learn from what take from it, what I like and what I don't like? How can I look at them with compassion? How can I see them as, is this their version of the truth? Yes. And do they stand tall and behind it in their own integrity? Yes. Is it okay for our integrity to mean two different things? Yes. Both truths can exist in the same place. It doesn't mean the way that you show up is wrong, because you don't do it the way someone else is doing or you don't agree with the way someone else is doing, that doesn't make your way wrong. And it doesn't make her way wrong either. We all get to be right. And we all get to have our own versions of what high vibe and what integrity means to us. I'm not talking about like being a dick, like, oh, this person was being a dick, like telling you, hey, you're a bitch because you didn't buy my stuff. No, that's different. I'm talking about just different approaches to how we serve. Because What means high service to me might not be the same definition of high service to you. And I operate in a very different way. I offer a lot of scholarship programs to my courses. I do a lot of pro bono work. I feel like people don't always have to be 100% financially invested to show up although that is most of the time the case they have to be financially invested before they will actually fucking go all in and do the work that it be that it requires to get to that next level of success and become that next level version of themselves and they don't always show up the same way as the people that aren't paying i do agree with that but sometimes there's an exception sometimes there's a badass boss babe that gets a scholarship and shows up better than anyone that even paid for a vip spot so There is no black and white. It's all gray and we all get to exist and then coexist in the same motherfucking space and we all get to support one another and cheer one another on. So I have unsubscribed from any theory that requires me to say that's another online guru is wrong for how she shows up. So I have been guilty in the past of saying, oh, I hate how this person shows up. I don't like cold messages. I don't like spam in the inbox. That's none of my business. I just need to stay the course and stay the lane in my own fucking zone of genius and serve people in a way that feels good to me. And in a way that feels of the highest integrity for my belief systems. So I had to build just firmer and stronger belief systems. So when I judge someone else, I actually shine a light on places in my belief systems and in my truth where I need to heal, where I need to grow, where I need to stand taller. Because we all get to exist. And I've said this a million times over and over, but... We can be ranty and say we don't like cold messages and we can stand for polarity and stand for awesome, a motherfucking truth telling in life and business and in the online business world. But we also can see people that do things differently than the way we do it and see them with love and see them with compassion because ultimately we're all here trying to do the damn thing trying to do the thing in their own way. And we're all just fucking it up as we go along. We're all figuring shit out. We're all making mistakes. We're all fucking it up forward, failing forward in order to change the world and to grow and stretch. So the way a certain group operates might not be how you operate. Some people may just be woo coaches and mindset coaches, and that might not be your jam. Okay, so don't work with those coaches. It doesn't mean their way of coaching is wrong. Or someone might be all strategy and no mindset, and none of their clients get any results because they don't have fucking mindset. <laughs> That's why I teach both. But there there's so many wars going on in the online business world, like business, like strategy versus woo and mindset. Like you need mindset, no, you need strategy. Um, hello, I'm over here, like nah, bitches, y'all both wrong. You need both. <laughs> no, but I'm very much a subscriber of that. Both are very very important, and I'm all about polarity in speaking your truth. But don't speak your truth if you don't know what your truth is. Girl, journal that shit out. Figure out your damn truth. Know what you stand for and own it. And you can own it and stand tall in it without being a dick to the opposition, if that makes sense. So we all get to exist. We all get to coexist. And it's all about love and changing the world in a better fucking way. Y'all like my... I'm on some next level shit today, you guys. I'm feeling it. I am feeling the tug. I know Mercury, Mercury? Mercury was in retrograde. Shit was cray. Everybody lost their shit in July. August was like recovery mode, whatever. But I'm here with you. I'm on your team to support you in a way that feels fucking better for you to do business and to operate in a way that fucking feels good. Because ultimately, anything that doesn't feel good is going to burn out. You're not going to be able to sustain it. And that's not how you build residual passive income. It's not how you scale to seven figures. It's not how you build a joyful, purposeful based business. So If you haven't applied to the Six Figure Slayers Club Mastermind yet, applications are still open. They will be open through the end of the month. Join now and you still get access to the free course through the end of the week. Sexy, soulful sales to plan out your six-month money-making strategies. It'll help you craft all of your launches for the next six months. So I love you and I will slay you again later.